0: husband of one of the girls that she goes to. I think we need to start enforcing lockdown. I, this is, he said, I think, I think that the government in Florida needs to get a bit stricter on lockdown because the cases are rising. I looked at him and I was like, you're in fucking Starbucks. Why don't you start your own lockdown and go home? No bed. This is the Paul Goff audio experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist and wherever you're listening to this right now this is for you it is me revealing everything i can to help make you a more successful business owner thanks for listening it means the absolute world to me hello everyone it is producer jake here again bringing you this very special episode of the paul goth audio experience Today, I have one of Paul's classic rants where he goes off like a rocket talking about the current COVID situation, the asshole governments, and why now more than ever is the best time to think for yourself. Turn this podcast up loud and send it to someone that needs to hear this as well. Enjoy this episode. Robert says, I continue to listen to people who I think are smaller, smaller than me instead of those who are right in front of me who are wildly successful over their business. Uh, Robert, you're you're dead right. I said this uh, and say this, and anybody that listened to me, I realized about 10 years ago, 12 years ago that I was about to be, I was taking advice from people whose life I did not want. I'll say that again. I was taking advice from people whose life I did not want. And what that meant was I was 28, 29. I was renting a building from a guy who ran a very successful printing factory he was a millionaire and he was making uh, he had one or two good years in business where he made his money off the back of a deal with microsoft and he was making about 150,000 pounds a year which where i live I mean where anybody lives it's a lot of money right but in the northeast of england in Hallipool, that's like that's like serious money right and i looked at his life and realized i did not want his life i did not want to be shackled to a business, barely seeing his kids. His idea of a uh, a break was a five-day once-a-year trip to the seaside two hours away from where he currently lived because he couldn't go too far in case he had to dash back to the office. I had another friend who was a a lawyer who was a partner in a law firm who was advising me about my business and I looked at his life again in the six-figure salary bracket. I looked at his life and I would ask him on a Monday how his weekend was. And he would tell me he was called out to court. He didn't get to do the sports that he wanted because he was too busy. And again, I'm looking at this going, you've got a lovely car. You had a nice Porsche. You have a big house. You have an amazing suit. You have a nice watch. You eat in the fanciest, nicest restaurants, but I do not want your life at all categorically. And I could reel off three or four people that I was taking advice from that I realized, thankfully, If I followed them, I would end up very unhappy. And so I had to leapfrog that type of advice. And I I had to go and find business owners who were having success both financially and personally, which is my obsession. My business success cannot come at lifestyle at the expense of my lifestyle with the kids or with Natalie or with just my own peace of mind, my health, my ability to travel, see the world and do various things. So I had to go seek out mentors that were playing the game at the level that I wanted to be at. And I stopped looking around at people that were um, giving me, or I stopped taking advice from people who had businesses or lifestyles that I didn't want to have period. And quite abruptly, I found myself with about two friends left in my life. I literally found myself with like two conversations left to have. I, I had to cut every conversation with anybody to do with business because I would walk into a pub or a club, or I'd just be sat at my local park talking to a colleague or somebody in business that would be giving me advice. But I realized that they were playing at such a small level that everything that they were telling me was toxic. They were, they were telling me that it was about working 15 hour days. They were telling me about it was about working harder. Um, they were telling me not to trust people, to be careful of people. I had to unravel all of that. I had an uncle who would not leave his shop he went on a plane once in 30 years. His son played cricket, international cricket for England, and he never went to watch him because he would not leave the shop. How sad is that? Made a load of money. Made a load of money. Stressed a bits, anxiety, trust issues, tax issues, VAT issues. Would not employ anybody outside of the family and was constantly telling me, be careful of employing people because they'll screw you over. And when you see business owners that are struggling and who are shackled to their business, they don't trust themselves and therefore they can't trust people. You, Robert, have to get around people who have a completely contrarian view of business to you or at the far end of where you want to be. This is like, that's what I want. And usually when somebody starts telling you things that don't line up with what you currently know to be true, if you listen, more often than not, it's growth. What often happens is you seek people that tell you what you already know and because it feels comfortable and because it feels familiar, you will take that advice. I give contrarian advice all day, every day for a living. I piss people off all day, every day for a living. I irritate people all day, every day for a living. I get paid to irritate you, I get paid to push you, I get paid to contradict everything that you currently believe to be true about life and business and success. I get paid to go against everything that every politician will ever tell you, indoctrinate you with, everything that your mother, father, auntie, uncle, brother and sister will tell you about life. I get paid to be an absolute pain in the ass, constant, non-stop, always and forever, never letting you believe what you're hearing, on the grapevine in society is true. If you want what they're getting, you go listen to them. If you want their misery, their unfulfilled lives, their nice salaries that doesn't lead to happiness, you want the car on the drive, but you can't get away from your kids, so you can't get away with your kids. You want their life, you want to go home and do what they do and watch what they watch, and and think how they think, then good for you. If you don't, then you got to hang around with people who who will challenge you and who will push you, and tell you things that you don't like, and it will sound uncomfortable and it will sound harsh. That's that's what I believe we do as a as a company as a business. I exist to piss people off. How good is that? There's my purpose. My purpose in life has just been there. You go. There's the value. I've just found my own purpose in life. I've redefined my purpose. I exist to irritate every single one of you. I exist to be a devil on a shoulder. You've got one one little thing on one shoulder telling you that life's cozy and comfy, and if you just <laughs> listen to the news tonight and you follow the line and you tow the line and you kiss everybody's ass and you be nice to everybody, and like everybody pulls together and we're all in this and you know, all this bullshit and I'm on the other side going, what a complete crock of shit. The best thing that you can do for anybody is agree not to take part in their misery. Seriously. The best thing that you can do for anybody is agree not to take part in the misery and show them a path to pull themselves up to be successful. Don't sentence people to death by thinking that they need you. Politicians are very good at that. Mr. Cuomo up there in New York, he's pretty good at that. And whoever the fucker is in California, he's very good at that as well. Let's make sure that these people absolutely realize they need us. And let's drag this thing out as long as possible to make sure that these people wake up every day, checking the news to, to, to make sure that we we tell them what to do. And if we get away with it for about 18 months through COVID, we'll condition them all to realize that the government sets the agenda for everything and they'll all play a ball and we'll get rid of the most valuable thing on earth called think for yourself. I was in the gym this morning, right? This is just off the top of my head. I haven't even thought about this, so it could be taken the wrong way, but fuck it. Right. I was in the gym this morning and it always amazes me when people go in the gym and they put the news on, right? So there's like a couple of guys who come in the gym every morning, you know, on these fancy screens, this, this, you know, this treadmill or whatever. Every morning, these guys come in. First thing they do, put the fucking news on, right? The, the, as if they haven't been watching it in their house before they wake up, right? So the news comes on and I can see the the, the headlines uh, and, and, you know, the thing coming across as I'm doing my little workouts behind them and I'm having a, a little laugh at the prospect of them, Trying to get themselves motivated for the day while watching the you know the, the total number of deaths in the last twelve hours, right? And these are educated people doing this. And on the news this morning, the uh, headline was in Orlando about how um, the government in Orlando, the mayor of Orlando, whoever he is, um, whoever the, the the dude is in Orlando, right? Uh, he's got a funny name. I can't can't remember him. Um, Buddy Dyer or somebody like that. He's called right, and he is protesting his love for business, right? This is what it was. So it caught my attention, so I watched it. And I watched the sub headlines as it was going across. And his his plan isn't to hurt businesses, right? But he has to find them. He has to find the bars, right? He has to find the gyms. He has to do it. And, and it's with it's with a heavy heart that he has to label these business owners criminals, right? And it's with a heavy heart that he has to find the gym owner this morning five thousand dollars for opening his gym right it's with a heavy heart that he has to do that and he's adamant he's not wanting to punish the business owner so sat and thought to myself how else can i how would i deal with this right if i was if i was the politician right what what about this right instead of blaming the fucking business owner right if there's 25 people in that gym find the fucking lot of them right and if, if there's a problem in the restaurant, there's 10 people in the restaurant, not wearing a mask or not adhering to the rules, find the fucking lot of them, right? Don't just, don't just find the business owner five grand. Why don't we go? There is a $5,000 fine on this establishment right now. And anybody that we observe not wearing a mask, not doing the six foot thing, not washing their hands like they're supposed to, every one of you collectively is paying the fine. Oh no, 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 no. It's all on the business owner. Blame the business owner, always, as always. But my point, right, my point is this. There's not a single person alive right now who doesn't know, six foot apart, wash your hands and wear a mask. That to me, if you go in that restaurant, you know the rule, as does the business owner. So why are we, why are we, why are we chastising the business owner? If I, as an individual, want to take responsibility for my life, to go into a restaurant, then I'm subject to the same Should be, even though the fine is a load of bullshit anyway. But let's say we are going to enforce it. Why is every single person in that restaurant not being responsible for it? I tell you for why. Because the government, the government wants to control every single thing. But what we should be doing is saying, okay, cool. Let's make the individuals responsible for themselves. And if you go into a restaurant and you don't wear a mask and you don't stay six foot apart, we're fine and you. And collectively... You are all responsible for it that's the right way to do it because then we start to actually condition human beings that they're responsible for themselves because what happens and this is the bit that i'm absolutely adamantly against what happens is if you you condition and you turn people into morons where right now people are going into toilets being told how to wash their hands how to wash your fucking hands how degrading that we've got to a point in life where you having to go into a toilet to be told how to wash your hands. Think for yourself, but They won't do that, right? And this is the problem with society. It's conditioning you not to have to think. It's somebody else's fault, and this is my rant. It's not the business owner's fault if I'm not sticking to the rules. It's my fucking fault if I'm not sticking to the rules. Not the business owner's. It's not the gym owner's. It's not the restaurant owner's. It's my fault. Absolute 100% total responsibility for your own life. That's my biggest fear of what's happening with COVID. It's another excuse for somebody to absolve themselves from needing to take responsibility for their life. I know the rules now. I know the deal. People are whinging, right? I remember having a conversation a few weeks back with somebody. This is true. In Starbucks, right? After Natalie's gym class. Husband of one of the girls that she goes to... I think we need to start enforcing lockdown. I, this is, he said, I think, I think that the government in Florida needs to get a bit stricter on lockdown because the cases are rising. I looked at him and I was like, you're in fucking Starbucks. Why don't you start your own lockdown and go home? No bad. Don't come to Starbucks and have a conversation with me about wanting to lock everybody down, right? Now, if we were having this conversation on FaceTime in your house, I might have some respect for you but not when we're sat in Starbucks talking about locking everybody down. Start your own fucking lockdown. Go home. Why don't you start your own lockdown from home? Dick. But this is, this, is the, this is what you're dealing with. Seriously, this is the level of hypocrisy that you're dealing with all day, every fucking day. And this is my point. You've got to wake up from it. I have no agenda against governments or whatever, right? I'm not paranoid. I'm not one of these who wakes up every day thinking the governments are out to get you. I just think they're thick. That's it. They're thick. It's only, they're stupid. They're dumb, right? And what they're doing is absolving people from making decisions and holding themselves responsible. I absolutely believe in a human race. I absolutely believe that an individual is capable of wonderful things, but not under the current regime because you don't have to think for yourself. That's the problem the biggest fundamental danger that you've got to achievement and success is anything around you that strips you of the ability to think for yourself. I promise you, think for yourself. Look at every situation and ask, is this somebody else's belief? Is this somebody else's inability to be successful that they're projecting onto me? The answer is 99.9% of the time, yes. Like, I'm staring at this bloke in his 40s, probably nearly 50. And he sat there fucking whinging with his coffee in his hand. Like, at the very least, you could have ordered the thing on an app and fucked off home. Like, you could have gone home. Do you know what I mean? Let's not have too many morals here, son. Like, come on. Let's not let's not be too principled, you know. Let's have a little bit of leeway. Yeah, oh, this governor, he's not doing it. He's slagging the governor. He's not doing a good job. He needs to start locking. I think we need to start getting back. To- Hang on. You're outside in the middle of Starbucks having a conversation with me. This is, this is people all over the world. Every single day, every minute of it. Thick. Thick. They are. No, the, the, and, and I mean it respectfully. It, I know you won't believe me when I do. I do mean it respectfully. They're not using this. Here's another one. Natalie's gym got shut down the other day, right? COVID case. So, here's the story. Gym has been open for four months. Four months. No problems. Wonderful policies. Wonderful procedures, right? A little bit of common sense was applied. Ladies ran it perfectly well. Here's the rules. Here's the deal. Here's what you need to do. Somebody gets COVID and comes into the gym, Not doesn't contract it in the gym, contracts it somewhere else, right? Probably in fucking Starbucks with the knob that I was speaking to, right? Contracts it. A day after, rings the gym and says, just to let you know, I've tested positive. No symptoms, but I tested positive. That's it. Holy hell breaks loose in this gym now. Everything. Everything changed. Everything up in the air. 18-month-old kids have to come in with masks on, right? Can't do this. Can't do the other. Can't have a piss. Can't go to the toilet. Can't wash it. Nothing, right? Nothing. If If you're moving from a workstation in the gym, it's with a mask. I'm going to Natalie. Why? Why? What on earth did this woman think four months ago? Did she think she was going to get three years without anybody walking into her business who didn't carry or have COVID when she set her original policies up? She must have been delusional to think that she wasn't going to get somebody walking into that office, right? Now, to me, the policies have worked. Nobody else got COVID. Nobody else picked it up. It didn't get contracted in the gym. It got contracted because of somebody else's lack of a policy. And yet she's changed hers. Why? It worked for four months. It worked. Nobody else picked it up. Not one of the person in the gym. But the entire business got turned on its head. It would be lovely to go, great. Our, po- our policies and procedures actually work. You see the difference? Some here's the email to the client just to let you know somebody picked it up but we know we've enforced rules and r- regulations and policies that have worked wonderfully well for four months we have no reason to change anything for one single isolated case in four months when nobody else picked it up what was that panic absolute panic no thought no thinking nothing anyway you who got me started on that Think for yourself, I promise you. Think for, till the day I die, think for yourself. I'll tell, it, I'll tell it to anybody that'll fucking listen. But most people won't listen, so. But the one or two who do, think for yourself. Greatest gift on earth. Thank you for listening to Paul Hoff's Audio Experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Alright, until next time, have a wonderful day.